0: Welcome to Snack Impact. I'm your host, Bobby Ann, and today I'm welcoming back episode six guests with, in addition, the co-founders of Rescue Dog Wines, Laura and Blair Lott. Laura, Blair, thank you so much for
1: coming to talk about wine with us today. Well, thank you so much for having us. We really enjoyed talking with you and we're excited to share the new, new wines we have coming up. Absolutely.
0: I cannot wait to hear all about it. And it is a pleasure to officially meet the other half of the duo. And actually, the last time you guys were here, you were here in the midst of all the 2020 craziness. And you have launched several new products since then. So please tell us all about the new wines that we're going to be enjoying this summer.
2: Yeah, sure. I'll kind of go down the list. We have a one thing, we've refreshed the label, so we have a new look, and there we think there are a little more continuity between all the, the different wines. A little eye-catching. Yeah, a little, and they're eye-catching. And anyways, we've had a great response on, on those. In the fall, we actually released our first Cabernet Sauvignon. So that's actually a 2020 cab, and that's from uh, grapes from the North Coast region of California. So it's our first wine out of our region where our, our vineyard is um but we really like the grape quality from where those grapes came from which is uh lake in yolo county and 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 anyway so that's our first uh, california style cab not as big and fruity as as say napa cabs get so it's still kind of in line with the rest of our, our wines that we don't do a total fruit bombs i guess that some people like
1: but we're getting good response for it. So where people are seem to be enjoying that. And of course, we enjoy it. So we're always looking for that sweet spot where it'll work, where you can just sit down, have a glass of wine if you want. Or if you want to pair it with a meal, it'll stand up to, to what you're preparing. So yeah, the cab was the first.
2: And then the blend, we refresh the blend and it's more Zen Ford than, than right. the other one. And then now more
1: reflective of the, the lodi appellation and, yeah. and what people expect in that area.
2: Yeah. And then earlier this year we released a new rose of Pinot Noir. Uh, so it's a refresh, refresher of, of that one with a really, really great vintage from, from last year. And then recently we released a new version of the Sablanc, which is also 2021 20, vintage. And that's another thing. We're, we're doing more vintage wines for before what we're doing. Non-vintage, our, our multi-year vintages, people seem to want. The, people seem to same, be
1: wanting that. The they were asking year. for it, yeah. so it, we're-
2: it. Even though our blend, we felt like we could still do a better quality blend by making it multi-year. One reason being that we're not having for the single varietal stuff, like the Saint blanc is 100% Saint blanc, and then we've done a chardonnay that's uh, also 100% chardonnay, and and that's our newest wine is 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 the chardonnay.
0: Nice. So I also noticed that you have a new rosé at the venue. I'm a rosé girl, especially now that it's getting warmer, summers here. How's that one going over?
2: Yeah, really well. It's uh, it's great. Once it's fun.
1: Some of the pouring events we've been doing, being now that we're sort of in the southeast corner of the the country, um, it's a little bit warmer, and people are really enjoying that when we go to our pouring events. Yeah, yeah. So the nice, refreshing, slightly chilled rosé is is really being appreciated right now. I can appreciate it myself
0: i like i said i'm a rose girl i love it but i am really looking forward to trying the sauvignon blanc that's usually my go-to like if i'm going over to a friend's house for dinner uh, i always bring a sauvignon blanc because it really is like a good medium white wine like it goes with pretty much anything so i'm looking forward to trying that one as well and one that I really wanted to hear more about, because you had mentioned in the previous episode that you were on, you were kind of giving us hints about the new labels. You just told us that you've completely implemented them now. And one that really stood out to me, and don't get me wrong, we all love dogs here. I'm an animal lover of all kinds, but you now have a kitty cat label.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was a very special um, sparkling wine that that we made. We only made 100. 100- Twenty cases of it and and while it was being made laura's sister elizel passed away her younger sister and she was a big cat lover and and the particular cat on it looks very similar to she has two cats but her her cat princess leia and and anyways we wanted to do a tribute to her sister and her love of cats and it
1: turned out so so good yeah, yeah. so yeah we've read it, it's it spent 18, an, months, an, I 18 months on the Lees, so it really developed some great depth of flavor and complexity. So it was, it was a, it turned out to be a really fantastic wine. And so we thought it would be a, a really great tribute for my sister who, she who enjoyed big, wine and was a big, particularly supporter.
2: sparkling wine. She right. enjoyed that. Yeah. And oh. a big supporter of the brand and had helped us in pourings and stuff like that. So, so, um,
1: but it's only available online so it's not something that you're going to find in any of the retail stores this is this is a really exclusive wine that we've got well, what a beautiful tribute. I mean, I love the
0: label. I We're cat lovers every year. I, unfortunately, with traveling all over the world with the military, it's not as easy to have dogs, but the cats just pack them up and come along. So uh, I love the cat label. I'm sorry to hear about your sister, but I'm sure she would have really appreciated the special label and the sparkling wine. So I hope that is received well from everybody else who is getting to taste it. And you actually do have some left online?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. we do we just released that fairly recently so yeah yeah they're still available and i'm hoping it will still be available up through the holidays so
0: Oh, great. Well, you guys are going to have to try to snag a bottle before it's gone, especially with it being limited edition. And be sure to take pictures with the bottles because that is one of my favorite things about your wines. Uh, I mentioned previously that a lot of times I shop by labels. <laughs> it doesn't always work out in my favorite flavor wise, but I do love to shop by labels. But I already know that you guys' wine is absolutely delicious. So I don't have to worry about that when I go to shop through the website. <laughs> And you had actually mentioned already, we're kind of getting back into the first normal festival season in the first couple of years. And I have seen you guys all over the place. You were just at California Wine Festival. I saw that you guys were at the Lodi Festival. You've been all over the place. Do you guys ever do pairings?
2: Most of the festivals, we don't. Um, That's a great idea. I don't even know if that's allowed. Maybe it is. As you said, we're really all over the place. So I haven't had, really had a time to to think about it. I'm actually going to be in one in California again in a couple of weeks of the LA Wine Fest. But no, I, I, will, I will look into that.
0: <laughs> well, how about personally? I mean, you guys get special access to all of this delicious wine. Where's some things that you like to pair with your own wine?
2: Yeah, yeah, we definitely love food and we love food with our wine. The new sparkling Blanc de Blanc, something um like cream cheese and maybe a pepper jelly or something like that it's a good little where it's sweet and and fatty the the dryness of the wine really cuts through that and even though a lot of our wines are vegan i'm a meat eater so i like a a, a piece of lamb with the cabernet you know like a lamb chop or something like that with the the block, uh, to me raw oysters or even baked oysters are really good with that our, our boiled shrimp something like that the uh, particular the, and the rosé is really good both rosés are really good with uh seafood i'm trying to think something. of it. Uh, oh and then i really love sparkling, i'll take the sparkling rosé to a sushi restaurant and have if they have any that to me is just magic so
0: yeah, with us bouncing around from coast to coast all over the place, we are always near the water. We're always in a place that, you know, seafood is a big deal, which has been really awesome for me because I love seafood. And that is definitely one of my favorite pairings as well, like a shrimp cocktail or, you know, some oysters or something like that. I am totally on board with you there. Those are some of my favorites, too. But I I have to agree with your other suggestion. I'm really into spicy jellies and things like that, like a spicy relish, anything of that sort. I vote for that. (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) Um, Let's see. In terms of pairing, I was going to say I'm a little little on the unconventional side. I'll share one of my fun pairings that people usually look at me like I'm completely crazy, but Oreos go amazingly well with our sparkling rosé wine. So... (laughs) People look at me like I'm completely crazy, but they're really good. So if you're if you're having a funky little adventurous moment, give it a try. Hey, I'm all for
0: that, and I'm a full believer that wine can be whatever you want it to be.
1: You do not have to follow any guidelines. If it's good to you, enjoy it. Absolutely, um, I want I 100% agree with you on that one. So yeah, if you don't enjoy it, don't drink it. Find what you enjoy. You guys have a, a whole variety of wines at this
0: point. You know, when I first talked to you, you only had five on the menu, but now you've got an entire variety of almost anything that you could think of. And a lot of it is made from local grapes right where your winery is. But I believe that all of them are California wines, correct?
2: Yeah, they're all California and the majority are from the Lodi region. Um, like I said, the the Cabernet is slightly outside. It's Yolo County is actually just a county over from ours. Um, so it's really not that far. And then Lake's a county over from that, and it's above kind of Napa. Um, so we're east of Napa and Sonoma. So it's still in the same neighborhood. Um, we are doing Pinot Noir in the fall, that we're reaching the furthest from the grapes grape, for the grapes, and we're having them trucked in from Paso Robles. Uh, the wine's actually in the barrels now aging in the barrel to probably December um, or so. So we may be able to bottle late December or, or early next year. So, and, and, and yeah, we're really excited about a Pinot Grapes kind of from the hills around Paso Robles. Um, we think they do really fantastic out there.
0: Oh, that's really exciting. With all of the new varieties that you've added, have you added any new developers to the team, any connoisseurs that have helped you kind of round out all of these
2: new varieties? Um, we still, uh, Susie's still our head winemaker, and she's taking to overseeing the production of the sparkling wine to to make sure the continuities are there. But really, she's she's the magic that that makes the quality as high as it is. And, and we're constantly talking with her about how can we make without raising the prices necessarily? How can we raise the quality? What can we do? How much of the processes can we integrate into our systems uh, as opposed to, to, to shuffling them out to other people? So this is like the peanut. The, uh, you know, this is the first barrel aging where we've actually bought the barrels <laughs> and, and are, 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 uh, uh, are doing it in our own barrels. So that's kind of neat.
0: I'm curious to see how that turns out. I mean, I have not been disappointed by anything else that I've tried, so I'm really looking forward to getting my hands on one of those. Uh, the holidays roll around.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we're really excited about that particular wine. We have uh, some friends of ours. It's a, vine- it's a vineyard and winery called Dion, and, and and so we want to be be able to. Stand up to theirs because they're in the great area of Oregon where they be so, a little friendly rivalry there.
0: Well, I have faith in you guys and you have already sold me on pretty much everything else. So I can only expect the best from what's coming up in the fall. You know, I don't think I have to say that your team does an amazing job, but props to them anyway. I love what they're doing. And I know that you guys know they're doing a wonderful job. For everyone who did not get to listen to episode six yet, would you guys give us a refresher on what Rescue Dog Wines is all about and who you're currently working with?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, we give fifty percent of our profits to animal rescue organizations. Um, most of them are, you know, dog
1: Canine, branded, right?
2: But 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 uh, but some of them aren't. Like uh, some of the SBCAs are kind of generalist. We have a big national partnership with the Best Friends Animal Society, which is also not just dog centric. Um, But really, there's a list. If you go to the about us on our website, you'll see a list of, I don't know how many, Mm -hmm. 30, 40 different organizations at this point so but
1: we're updating it constantly yeah. but yeah so if you go to the website which is www.rescuedogwines.com i don't think i have the, to how say we the www anymore
2: okay well i'm old school <laughs>
1: <laughs> the world wide web um at any rate yes if you go to our website and how we give page it does list a lot of the um the of the rescues that we're partnering with. And um, where to buy will also tell you where you can purchase the wine so that you can continue to support this mission so that we we can continue to make great wines for people and donate to the important rescue causes. And it's got a whole new look, the website. Yeah, so yeah
2: we've redesigned it. It should
1: be a little easier to navigate, a little more
2: straightforward. And the retail page is actually cool. It will recognize where you are if you allow that on your browser, or you can type in your zip code, and, and it will tell you where the nearest ones are. Um, we're, we're currently in stores in California, Florida and Georgia.
0: Yeah, I have to give you guys props for the new website. It is beautiful. Not that the other one was too bad, but this one, like you said, is actually a lot easier to navigate and find exactly what you're looking for. And uh, of course, you guys know that I will have all of this information in the show notes for you so you can easily find the website like Laura and Blair just explained to us. Just enjoying a beautiful glass of wine on a hot summer day is beneficial for everyone because 50% of your purchase is going to go to these rescue dogs that we've been talking about and uh, could even end up at a local SPCA in your area and on that topic for those who kind of miss the wave of fostering and things like that during, during the 2020 stay-at-home time, what would be some good ways to start searching out
1: how to get involved with rescue dogs in their local area? I am a huge proponent of foster-based rescues. So dogs in shelters are, it, you know, it takes them some time once they come out of a shelter to decompress And you don't really know the personality of the dog or, you know, all the little eccentricities or unique characteristics of the dog until they've been, you know, out for, you know, a few weeks or months, honestly. I mean, the dog, when we foster from day to day, week to week, the dog is a different person or animal, I guess, um, than when you first get them. So I'm a huge proponent of that. And you know, people sometimes are really attached to breeds, which I do understand, but I would love to encourage people to search out. If, if the breed is important to you, then search out a breed specific rescue. So at the time we've fostered with NorCal Boxer, so they exist, right? And it's a really good way to support the breed that you, that you love, but To avoid the breeding industry, where we, you know, which is where we start getting some some problems with the overbreeding of dogs and and um,
2: health issues, health
1: issues that are that sometimes pop up. So you know, get on the internet, search out local rescues, search out breed specific rescues, even your vet. I mean, a local vet will also be that. I can guarantee you that there's going to be at least. Half of their group, people that work there that work with rescue organizations and they can connect you with the different rescues. And, you know, rescues are each run differently. There's not a specific way to do it. So find the right one that works with you, that works with, with how you would like to, to interact with them. So we, of course, support the fostering, but sometimes it's transporting. Right? If you can't bring an animal into your home, maybe you can provide rides for the animal to the, to the vet or to get to their foster home. Uh, or you can visit the shelters and see the dogs and identify which ones to pull. So there are a lot of ways you can be involved in rescue, whether you can actually bring a foster into your home or not. Uh, You can certainly go to your local shelters because they work with different rescue organizations as well, because that's where a lot of rescues get their animals is that they go to the shelter and they pull from the shelter so that making more room for more animals. It's a symbiotic process, right? It, it, It all has to go together. This effort that we have to stop any kind of euthanasia of animals, right? Any sort of companion animals that would be great for somebody to have. So there are a lot of ways to get involved. You just have to ask.
0: Those are amazing tips. And yes, like you, just to back up what you were saying, getting involved with rescue dogs doesn't necessarily mean that you have to donate money. You don't even have to give up your home if you don't have the space for it. You know, you can just volunteer at the shelters just to help out. You know, people always need hands-on support. So if you could just donate your time, that's equally as valuable as everything else.
1: Well, thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you guys for all of the the helpful information that you've provided, and uh, of course for being the ones to bring attention of all of the things that are happening in the rescue dog space. I know that we talked a little bit about the backstory of how you guys got started in the previous episode, and your dedication to trying to end the no kill shelters. I highly commend you guys for that. So, thank you guys so much for coming on today. Where is the best place to follow and shop with you guys?
2: Well, if you're in Georgia, California, or Florida, we definitely want to encourage you to support the retailers that carry our wines. And like I said, you can find that can. list on our website. But for the rest of the, most of the other states, uh, you can go to rescuedogwines.com and and go to our link that says wines. And that, that's our wines online wine store. And. You can purchase all of our wines online and have it delivered to your house. And if you can't be home for deliveries, our shipping partner has a relationship with UPS stores all over the country. So you can,
1: so have, you can them- have it held there, if right, because it yeah, is so alcohol. Can- and so you do have to have somebody home for a signature. So, yes, there are all kinds of ways if, if you work and you're not home during normal delivery hours. And a small tip that I'll share with people is if you do at least six bottles, the shipping is included. So it's, it, it is expensive to ship bottles yeah, of liquid. Heavy. It's heavy. So a good way to save a bit of money is to, to do at least six bottles. And you know, yeah. if you think, oh, I don't know if I'll drink six bottles, well, find a buddy, partner up, because it is, it is a significant savings. So. Yeah.
2: And on top of that, there's a code. If you get a case, stock up um, is the code, and you get 20% off as well as the shipping, shipping included. included.
0: Awesome. Well, you know, you wouldn't have to convince me to not buy six bottles anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you guys so much for sharing all of that information. It has been a pleasure to talk about wine with you today. Thank you
1: You're so much. Welcome.
0: Thanks for listening. You can find all of the information discussed in today's episode in the show notes. Just visit snackandpackpodcast.com to continue the snack conversation find the show on facebook instagram twitter or linkedin at snack impact pod if you enjoyed today's conversation be sure to share it with a friend and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player